All right, so welcome to our October team meeting slash Zoom meeting. Um, I really like doing these on Zoom, and I'm hoping that the more we do them, that the more people we will have join us on these. Because even though um, everybody has the option to listen in replay, it really is better when there are a lot of faces and a lot of voices on here. Um, and it's not just me talking to myself. So I'm going to start off with some team recognition and some organization recognition. Um, and if y'all are like, well, what's the difference in team and organization? This is not something that you have to memorize by any means. This is kind of shop talk for Pampered Chef, but just to kind of give you an idea. Um, my personal team would be everyone that I have recruited and everyone that they have recruited, everybody under me. Um, that is not a part of someone else's director team. So for example, Vicki, who's on the call, um, she was on my personal team, but she has recently promoted to director. And so now she's in my first, uh, she's in my first generation of directors. So when I talk about personal team, I'm talking about everybody on my team who's not a director. And then when I talk about organization, I'm talking about my whole personal team plus Vicky's whole personal team. So that's kind of the difference um, when you hear me talk about personal team and generation. We kind of um, have an illustration in Pampered Chef that when you grow up and you have a family of your own, you move out of grandma's house. So in this illustration, I'm grandma. <laughs> and has moved out of my house. And so she and her team, as long as they meet their mortgage payment of $5,000 in sales a month, they get to live on their own. Um, if not, uh, then she loses her house and has to come move back in with grandma, but that's okay. I'll take care of her till she gets back on her feet. So, so that's how it works here. Um, and then I'm always looking at other children in my house who are, who are ready to get their own house. And I want to help y'all do that. Um, and Vicki's doing an amazing job at that. And I'm going to let her share a little bit later on about, um, about how things are going for her director team. She's doing some great things. Okay, so for our um, team recognition in the month of September, personal team, we have to sell $5,000 to meet our goal. We sold 8,309. So great job, personal team, people who were active um, that month. There were seven people active out of our team of 27 people, and those seven people did 13 shows. So good job to our personal team. Um, and then for our organization, we have to sell $12,000 a month to be an advanced director team. We sold 13056 So um, we even exceeded that by a little bit. And that was in 24 shows with 12 people active out of our organization of 38. So um, I like to share those numbers with y'all because I want you to know that every single person counts um, when we're on a team. So if you think you don't matter because you're not selling 5000 or $10,000 a month, that's not true. Every single active person counts. And so um, I appreciate so much the people who are working their business every month, um, no matter how big or small your sales are. Okay, so now we're gonna jump into a little bit of training. So I'm gonna see if I can share my screen with y'all. Um, and, well, April, can you, can you see the screen or are you on a phone? I'm on a phone. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get Zoom to work on a okay. computer last time. Okay. Will you, Maybe you and me sometime this week, we can do like a practice Zoom so that we can figure out what's going on with your computer. 
Um, okay. So you can see this stuff. And then Vicki, I know you're driving. So no sure. work, even though there will be visuals, my, my mouth is really good at describing things. So here we go. And then Becky, you'll have to let me know if you can see stuff. Sounds good. All right. You should be able to see my internet browser. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Okay. So something. <laughs> oh, I knew this was going to happen. <clears throat> Sorry, y'all. Recovering from bronchitis. Um, something that I have recently noticed. I don't know how I didn't know this. Becky and Vicky, y'all probably know this. April, you might even know it, even as new as you are. When you go to the Pamper Chef website on the home page for consultants on Consultants Corner, when you scroll down to the bottom on the left hand side, they have a section called What's New for You? And anytime they add a resource or a training or a special or some kind of document to the website, they post it right there. Y'all know this? Yeah. Oh gosh. I did. Vicki, you didn't know it. So, see, there you yeah. go, y'all. Everyone can be a director here at Pampered Chef. <laughs> Me and Vicki don't know what's going on. Okay, so I thought I would draw your attention to some of the things that are in that because these are the things that are new. Um, when you go to that, there's a link where you can just click on fall slash winter updated materials. And this is where you find all of the order forms for the new season. This is where you can look at the catalog from the season. This is where you can look at a list of all the new products and what their prices are. This is where you can find all the new videos of the products, all the new recipes that we have come out with um, for the fall season, any kind of documents that have changed and been updated. This is all in the um, new resources for fall and winter. So that is a really cool place to go to get new recipes um, to try at your shows and stuff like that. Um, and then also, um, is anybody on the call using party packs? I've looked at them. I used some of the information out of them. Well, then that's using them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah. So as of right now, we have nine party packs on the website, and we just added a tenth one. Um, and what party packs are is they are zip files that you can click on them and download them to your computer. And they've got templates for how to do a party with this theme, lots of pictures to go with the theme, lots of recipes to go with it, videos that you can post on Facebook, pictures you can post on Facebook, invitations that you can send to people all the word choices to use they're really amazing and the one that they just added is a christmas cookie exchange party pack so i'm very excited about that um christmas cookie swaps are very popular in november and hey tara <laughs> i just saw that tara's popping on um so tara we're just talking about party packs right now um so, so yeah, the cookie exchange is the one that has most recently come out. Um, and you can do these or you can do them with um, 
you can do them with um, kids. It doesn't matter. Um, but this is a good way to help people be interested in a party in the traditionally business, business, busy Christmas season. Because a lot of times when you're going to find that when you're asking people to host a party at Christmas time, they're going to be like, oh, I'm so busy. And they're going to be scared to book a party. And if you just leave it at that, you may find yourself in December with not a lot of shows on your calendar. October and November are amazing for shows. They should be everywhere um, in October and November. I had zero shows on my October calendar last week. And all of a sudden this week, I have eight. So there are tons of shows to be gotten in October and November. But December can be a little tricky. So you want to start, you want to fill up October and November so that you can start booking the very beginning of December because come on, nobody's going to have a party on December 25th. <laughs> so, um, and maybe not even the week of, uh, so you want to, you want to pack your December full at the beginning and a great way to do that is with the cookie exchange. So go on to consultants corner, definitely check out that cookie exchange. Um, it is a really cool party pack that they have put together for us. Any questions about the party packs? I've, I got a question about the cookie one. Yeah. It, it, I've looked, I, you know, I've glanced at it. You know, my time's kind of crazy. Yeah. But um, is it you make part of them and then guests will bring some of them? You can do uh, Their own to swap or how do you do it? You can do it multiple ways. Some people get everybody to RSVP and then they um, kind of like um, hand out Cambridge Chef recipes. So they might say, okay, so-and-so, you're going to bring these peanut butter thumbprint cookies. Okay, so-and-so, you're going to bring these mint triangle cookies. And then everybody would bring them, and then the consultant would make a recipe, and everyone would swap what they brought. Or other ways that they do it is everybody brings, like, a package of sugar cookie dough, and the host would provide all these different mix-ins. And so then you take your sugar cookie dough, and so – like say I might be at one part in the kitchen with sugar cookie dough mixing in craisins and white chocolate chips. And then Becky might be somewhere else and she has her sugar cookie dough and she's mixing in peanut butter and chocolate chips. And then somebody else is mixing in cinnamon. And then you roll them all into balls and then everybody gets to take home like 10 cookies of every single recipe and their little balls that they can put in their freezer and just pull them out and bake them anytime they need them through the holidays. So those are really fun shows too. And what you do is in order for people to come to the party, they just have to order two of the metal baking sheets and a spatula. So that's kind of like their ticket in the door. And then you have guaranteed sales um, for the party. Right. The other ways that people do them is they may say, okay, we're going to make three Pampered Chef cookie dough recipes from scratch at this party. And they'll just show off their tools and people can order tools um, like they would at a normal cooking show. There's lots of different ways to do it, and different consultants have been successful with all of these ways. Um, right. It's just something that people, it's just another way of getting people excited about a show. You know, it's just getting you right. in the door, getting you in front of people, um, and I'm sure somebody will figure out how to do a virtual cookie party. Um, so, right. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, that's how the virtual cookie shows work. Anybody else? Any other questions? Okay. 
Um, also on the website now, down in that left-hand corner, like I was talking about, you can access all of the breakout sessions from National Conference. So, um, Vicki, I know you got to go, but April and Becky, of course, um, y'all didn't get to go to National Conference. You can listen to the trainings just like you were there. So when I was a brand new consultant, this was hugely helpful for me. I would listen to the breakout sessions on my computer or my phone while I was driving, while I was doing laundry. And I was just getting all these great ideas. It's like I went to conference in my bedroom. Um, and so those are great. Uh, and then, as you know, or maybe don't know, October is Help With Cancer Month. Um, and so this is when we sell usually a product where the proceeds go to um, the American Cancer Society. This month, it is um, the, the infusion water bottle. So there's a flyer on the website, and if you don't know where to find it, just click on the Help With Cancer logo that's on the front of the website. Just click on that, and it will take you to where you can print off these flyers. So you can post them at your shows, or you can post them on social media. You know, $1 for every water bottle that's sold is going to go to um, the American Cancer Society. So you may want to get an infusion water bottle, take a picture of yourself using it, do a Facebook Live video of the different fruit combinations that you can put in it, and say, hey, local people, I'm taking orders for these. You can pick them up at my house. And that way they don't have to pay shipping. And, you know, you they're, they are um, $19.50 each. So if you sold 11 of them, that would be a whole, that would be a cooking show. That would be a $200 show. So, um, you know, if you're sitting there wondering, like, how am I going to be active this month? Sell 11 water bottles and you're going to be active. Um, so that's just a little idea there. Um, yeah. Any questions about that? Okay. Um, so I'm going to close out of that. Our company will in announce our trip incentive sometime in December and we will have a meeting where we get together in December just because it's so much fun to watch the video together and find out where the trip is to. Um, so there will be a live meeting in December for that. Um, okay. Sorry, I have to close out of this Facebook because it's blinking a message for me and it's distracting. So let me close out of that. Um, I have a little sound clip that I want you guys to listen to. Um, this is a podcast that I subscribe to. It's called Christy Wright's Business Boutique. I don't know if any of, have any of you ever heard of Christy Wright Business Boutique? Anybody ever heard no. of Ramsey? No. Becky, you liar. I haven't. Never heard of Dave Ramsey? Oh, Dave Ramsey. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't hear I that part. Dave Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dave Ramsey has had so many women call in on his show and they're like, you know, I want to be home with my kids or I already have a full-time job, but I, I need to make more income for my family. And so he has started, or well funded really, a new company and it's called Business Boutique. And the, the lady who in charge of it, her name's Christy Wright. And their um, tagline is helping women make money doing what they love. 
And so most of their training is for women who are starting their own business, like on an Etsy shop, like, you know, making wreaths or making jewelry or making candles or something like that. But I have started listening to it because they give you great marketing advice and time management advice and stuff like that. Um, even for us, it's kind of nice because I listen to it and they're like, hey, for Christmas, you make sure you have plenty of inventory. And I'm like, I don't because I work for Paper Chef and they take care of all the inventory for me. Um, so there's a lot of things on there that they give you tips for that you're like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad that I own my own business, but I don't own my own business. Um, but the last episode um, had a few minutes at the beginning about surviving Christmas in your business, in your life, and with your money. And so I thought that this would be a good thing to share with y'all. So I'm just going to play this real quick as kind of like our inspirational portion of the meeting because you guys know about inspiration. So here you go. Okay, so here's how we're going to do this. I'm going to give you three tips in each of these areas of your life. I'm going to give you three tips to survive Christmas in your business, three tips to survive Christmas in your life, and three tips to survive Christmas with your money. So first, let's look at our business. As most of you probably know, there is always going to be some sense of seasonality to your business. If you are a product-based business, for the most part, the majority of your sales are going to come during the fourth quarter. They're going to come in these last few months of the year. Now, if you're a service-based business, it may vary. If you're an event planner, for example, you may have a crazy Christmas season as well. The only exception to this would be those of you that might have a summer-based business, whether that's swim lessons or gardening or something like that. So for those of you that have a heavy Christmas season, let's talk about a few things that you can do to make sure that you maximize your sales and don't lose your mind in the process. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to set goals. Now, you know, I teach about this a lot. I love setting goals in your business because if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to get there. But instead of setting big goals for the entire year, or maybe even a five-year plan, I want you to set some goals just for the Christmas season. What do you hope to accomplish in your business this fall? What do you hope to gain in terms of customers or revenue or units sold? When you start to realize that you have goals just for this short window of time, it will help you make a plan to reach those goals. Then you're going to get to make the most of the next three months to make sure you're actually reaching them before you close out the year end. The second thing that I want you to do is I want you to work ahead. I know that right now with fall just starting, if you're in a part of the country where the leaves change, it's just starting to get that coolness in the air and it may be hard to imagine when Christmas is right around the corner. But I'll tell you, if you'll do a little bit of work now, if you'll work ahead, maybe get some inventory built up, incentivize some advanced orders from your customers, if you can plan now, you're gonna make things so much easier on yourself during December when things start to really get crazy. So schedule some time in your calendar during the month of October and November to work ahead on your orders. Go ahead and stock things up on supplies. Make sure you're getting some of your best-selling items ready to go so that when those orders come in, you're ready to ship them and you don't have to make them all as they come in. And your third tip for surviving the crazy Christmas season in your business is I want you to make sure that you're communicating with your customers. And here's what I mean by that. Christmas may not be on your customers' minds either, but you know what? You can incentivize advance orders. 
you can email them, you can reach out to them, start to post things on Facebook with specials or getting some excitement around Christmas that will let them know not only for Christmas, but also it helps you with them to set expectations. Here's what's really important with this. You set expectations on the front end with your customers, it helps them know how to interact with you. I'll give you an example that happened earlier this year around Mother's Day. I was looking on Etsy for a personalized piece of jewelry for my mother-in-law, and whenever I was looking, I noticed on one of the seller's pages that it said, all Mother's Day orders must be received by, and it had the date. And I looked at my calendar to find out what day it was of the week, and I realized, oh wow, I only have two days to order. What was so great about this is it took all of the thinking and calculating of the shipping time out of it for me. I could look and know that if I ordered by that date, I would receive the gift I wanted by Mother's Day. But it also helped the seller know that they're not gonna be receiving orders very last minute and trying to scramble to get them out the door. It's a win-win situation for you as a business owner and for your customers. And even though your customers may not be thinking about Christmas and it may be hard for you as well, you've got to realize you only have two months left until Christmas. So you want to maximize that time and make as many orders as you can to maximize your sales this Christmas season. So if you'll do these three things, when you set goals for your Christmas season for your business, when you work ahead to try to get a head start on all of those orders that might be coming in, and when you communicate with your customers what they should expect from you from policies and shipping and dates and times, when you do those three things, you will significantly reduce your stress this Christmas season and get to have a life at the same time during one of the most fun seasons of the year. Now, we've talked about how to survive the crazy Christmas season in your business. Let's talk about how to survive it in your life. All right. So if you want to hear how to survive it in your life, you'll have to go to her website and listen to it. Um, but uh, I just thought that those were some good ideas for um, Christmas um, in our business. So of those three tips that she gave, setting goals just for the Christmas season, October, November, and December, um, working ahead and communicating, communicating with customers, which of those, um, like what are some ways that we in our business can do those things? Repeat the question. Okay, so of the three, thank you, Becky. Um, of the three things that she recommended for surviving the Christmas season in business, she said, set goals just for this short season, these three months of October, November, December. She mentioned working ahead, and she mentioned communicating with customers. So of those three things, what does that look like for us as Pampered Chef Consultants? You know, we're not having to make cookie cutters to sell. Um, and we don't have to have them on hand because Pampered Chef sells them for us. So what does working ahead look like for us? What does communicating with our customers look like for us? What kind of ideas do y'all have? I think I saw um, somebody do um, a... Um, uh, gifts for the family, those that, you know, are so hard to buy for or, um, or just get people in the thought process of, you know, there's gifts for dad, there's gifts for mom, there's gifts for the kids. Um, and just do maybe like an online, um, party for that. Yeah. 
Exactly. So yeah, helping them know like what kind of gifts we have for what, because generally when people are thinking about their um, Christmas gifts for children, they don't think Pampers but this year we need to make sure that they do because we have amazing products for children that any kid would love to open up because most kids love to cook. Mm -hmm. They don't have to cook dinner for their family every night. <laughs> it's an adventure for kids, so they love it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's our job to make sure that they think of us when they're thinking about kids' gifts. Yes. Other ideas? I'm doing um, Christmas cards for all my hosts. Wow. All of your hosts the past year? Yes. That is awesome because that is something that's part of that little communicating with customers aspect that really sets you apart from the other things that they do business with. Yeah. There's, um, there's a company that I used to shop with a lot and they would send me a Christmas card. I think that might be a problem if a, if a big company sends you a Christmas card. <laughs> I don't shop there as much anymore. <laughs> But, um, yeah, but I always was so excited about it. I'm like, oh, it's only a Christmas card, um, like a personal one. So not just a coupon, like, here, come buy more from us. So, so yeah, that's a great idea, Vicki, to go through and send your host Christmas cards. Now, have you been keeping track of that throughout the year, or is that something you'll have to do at Christmas time? What do you think, Rika? You know me. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you had some awesome advanced strategy. Now I have a friend. Well, I have I have the plans in my head, but it just didn't happen that way. Yeah. But my goal is every time I do a party, go ahead and dress the card. But yeah. it's that. That's but, what a lot of consultants do. Um, yeah. Like my friend Christina, she buys Christmas cards on sale um, in January. And then every time she does a show, when she sends the catalogs for the show or whenever she sends the thank you note after the show, which I need to get back to doing, I was doing so good at that for a while and I slacked off. But she always sends a thank you note after a show, like, thank you so much for doing a party with me. I hope you enjoy all your free goodies. I had a great time with you and your friends. She mails that. Then she also takes the um, the Christmas card. And in. She go ahead. She goes ahead and addresses it and puts a stamp on it. That way, she doesn't have to address all of those in December. She doesn't have to buy stamps for all of those in December. They're just ready to go. Um, so that is an awesome tip. And if Vicky Brown and I were plan ahead people, we would do that. But I think we like the thrill of getting it done before Christmas. <laughs> in my pretend world. It's happening, but yeah. You know. Anybody else ideas for the Christmas season? All right. Well, I'm going to end our call with some group recognition. Um, not group recognition. We did group recognition at the beginning. Going to do some individual recognition. So let me pull it up on my phone here. All right, first I am going to go through the names of every consultant who was active in the month of September. So active in the month of September, we had Sarah Walker, she's on Jennifer Lust's team, Lisa Bell on my team, Brandy Hanna, um, 
Brandy, I apologize. I can't remember whose team you're on. Valerie, she's on yours. Okay, that's why yeah. I've never seen her. I've never seen her face to face, so it's hard for me to. I'm so much better if I see people's faces. That's why these Zoom meetings are going to help me. Um, Valerie Sutton, who is sick tonight, so she couldn't be with us. Stacey Spain on Jimmy Good's team. Brenda Poole on Vicky's team. Tara Spear on my team. Lane Cobb on my team. Amanda McBride on Vicky's team. Jennifer Lusk on my team. Jennifer Moriale. Did I say it right, Becky? I guess. <laughs> J-Mo on Becky. J-Mo. <laughs> and then me and Vicky were active as well, which we better be because we're your directors. Um, so those were all who were active. Those who earned the free apron were Jennifer Lusk, JMO, me, and Vicky. And then top three in sales were number three, Jennifer Lusk, with $1,566. Um, I don't have how many shows that was on my chart here. Um, JMO was in second place with $2,243. And um, Vicki Brown was in first place with $3,740.79. Um, Vicki was also our top recruiter for the month of September with two, two recruits. Right, Vicki? Was it two? Do you, uh, you can't even keep up. Two or three. I don't Every remember. Every morning you wake up and you have new recruits. You know, two or three. I don't They're remember. running together. Um, so, Vicki, if you want to go ahead and tell us, I, I wanted Vicki to share with you guys um, what it's like when you're working towards a goal and the whole month you feel like it might not come together and then it actually does. What's, tell us about that, Vicki. You, you just, you got to keep pushing. I mean, you know, um, and what was it, August? I didn't meet my goal for director. I was short by a couple hundred dollars. And yes, it made me sick that I was that close to, but you know, my, my team's coming together. We're working together. I've got a great group up under me and we just didn't make it. So we said, okay, we're going to do it for September. And we did. And, but it was, it was down to the wire. And it was, you know, I had told my husband um, a few days, it wasn't long before the month ended that I said, I just, I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. I said, I'm still a ways away and I just don't know if it's going to happen. And, but I, I still believed, you know, I didn't give up and I went in and, and checked email and I had um, a customer connect with me. Because they wanted me to call, and um, so they were having problems placing their order. So we played phone tag a few times, and I finally got in touch with a customer, and um, he couldn't get his wife's discount to come up. And I told him, I said, "Well, I'll place it for you, no problem," you know. And he said, "Well, it's about a two thousand dollar order," and I was like, "I'll gladly place that order for you, no problem." And um, and, and come to find out, you know, I, I worked with him. I, I turned it 